bitch and bastard. Son of a bitch and bastard. Son of a bitch and bastard. Welcome to the BB 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 solo cast. Um, I am. Oh, I'm the BB lonely solo solo cast boy. If you want to email us, you go ahead and email us at brothersbear.com, or you can say. Uh, <laughs> I already fucked it up. I'm all by myself and I fucked it up. You don't email them brothersbear.com. You go ahead. And you uh, look at brothersbear.com to see what the fuck we're doing. Then you got brothersbeargmail.com. Today we got ourselves September 4th. This is the Labor Day. I don't know. I always have Mondays off, so I don't really give a shit. Today we went down. Uh, the woman, she got me, picked me up since I'm carless for the next... Uh, Oh, I don't know, a week or so. I'm having me some body work done. Somebody make a smashy boy on my thingy. And it's taken me like a year and a half to get it worked out. So that there woman, she comes, picks me up. Go down there to the to the Taste of Colorado. You, you boys ever been down to the Taste of Colorado? Let me tell you what. It's boring as shit. I don't know. I think we just kind of do it out of tradition now. Just get some corn. And that's about it. Then I walk around and look at girls' vaginas. <sighs> I'm pretty sure she knows I'm looking at girls' vaginas. Because shit with everybody, uh, if a nice vagina walks by, I say, look at that fat fucking pussy. You look at that fat fucking pussy. But anyways, I was telling her today. You know, when I was a teenager, you know, girls wore baggy stuff. And then when she was a teenager, they started pulling their thongs, like, up out of their pants. Now these gals take that to the next extreme. They take their pants, their shorts, and pull that shit all the way up into their virginas. You can see how fat their pussy is. So I think that's one of my um, my favorite new things to watch on uh, out in the public. I made sure to wear my uh, my uh, my soul brother shirt today. The good old uh, I don't even know his name. What the hell's his name? Jimmy Stewart. I wore my Jimmy Stewart shirt today, and uh, I do that so everybody's like, "Hey, nice Jimmy Stewart shirt." <laughs> and so this um, fellow today, he says, he says. Uh, how much you got? And I thought he was talking about my tickets at the, at the cat, that the, I don't know what it was called, the Taste of Colorado, I guess. I don't know. I'm so sad. No, so I was at the Taste of Colorado, and the guy says, how much you got? And I said, about ten tickets. He says, no soul, you motherfucking idiot. I added the motherfucker, because... If the woman listens, she'll say, You didn't say motherfucker, he was very polite. Although, in my mind, he was like, Hey, motherfucker! Nice fucking dumb shirt! Soul shirt! That's all I know. I, um, I've decided I'm gonna probably try to quit drinking here for a little while. Because I'm getting ridiculed by everyone! Except for my wife, she's nice. She knows this is a... Uh, 
This is what you call a, a phase. She knows that. She knows it's a phase, and I'll get over it. But everybody's, eh, you're so unhealthy. You're going to die and stuff. I know I'm going to die. Don't you think that we know we're going to die? That's part of alcoholism. That's part of any addict. We know what the hell we doing is wrong. It's embarrassing. And we's going to do it anyways. That's the whole thing about being an addict. You get on there and you drink too much. You do too many drugs, whatever it is. You know you're ruining your body. You know that you're affecting the people around you. But you don't give a shit because you's getting drunk. Or high or whatever. And I'm not even enjoying it anymore. But I figure I'm going to do at least one more last hurrah. I was going to have a barbecue today and do my last hurrah. But it didn't work out. Because I'm a lazy piece of shit. A lazy solo boy cast. So instead, I decided to sit here and do a solo cast. Because ain't nobody around. And it's cool. It's cool. We got shit to do. But I ain't got shit to do. I ain't got no car. I'm all by myself. Because that woman is over there working out. So because she was out and about doing her thing, I decided to go get a tattoo. It's my first tattoo ever. I hope you like it. It's a fucking unicorn, rainbow unicorn. Don't you think I always loved unicorns? That's why I got a tattoo to my arm? I think that's why I did it. That's exactly why I did it. I was down there, and I says, you give me that goddamn unicorn tattoo. And she said, the one with the stars or the rainbow? And I said, you better believe the rainbow. And that shit better have sparkles on it. So I had her inject sparkles into my skin. It'll turn cancerous. Well, that's okay. What can you do? I was up late night. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure you guys have seen this goddamn commercial. It's a drunk driving commercial. And this guy's standing in the mirror. And he's like screaming at his alter ego or himself or whatever. The drunk ego. The drunk ego's telling him, You better fucking drive, you dumb motherfucker. You better fucking drive. That's one of the stupidest fucking commercials I've ever seen in my fucking life. What the fuck is that shit? It's ridiculous. No drunk driver has ever had a fucking talk with himself in the goddamn mirror ever. And then at the end, and he's fucking like, No, I won't do it, bro. Like he told himself off and he was so proud of himself. I say, you, sir, you should drive drunk, sir, because your commercial is annoying. You should get a 10 to 12 DUIs and locked up for the rest of your life or go real fast up off a cliff and hopefully they pull your commercial after that because that shit fucking is annoying <laughs> it'd be less annoying if it was true you know what I mean but nobody has that argument you just fucking do it I haven't done it in years because I know I would do it but uh my car's too nice now, I guess, and jail sucks. I'm too old to go to jail. I'm too old for that shit. That's something you can't start in your 30s. You do that, I don't think I'd be well-equipped. Plus, I'm a vegetarian. I'm going to have to eat some bologna in there, or I'm only going to eat bread. 
And then I'll get stopped up and I'll be constipated in front of the other cellmates. And if that's the case, I don't I don't want to be stared at for too long. You know, I'm used to a nice... Because of my vegetarianism. Right out of my rumpus. It comes right out of my rumpus so fast. Oh, God, I don't know. I spend about three seconds in the bathroom every day. It's nice. It's consistent. I wake up. I got about eight to ten minutes on my own before I have to go to the restroom. And I go in there very nice. And it comes out smoothly. If I go to jail, I'm going to be eating only bread. I don't think they cater to a vegetarian diet in there. I wonder if I could do like a religious deal. I don't know. Say that I'm uh, Captain Vegetarian. I don't know. I don't think it'll work. I'll be eating bologna in a week. That's all I know. Oh, Jesus Christ. The other morning I was uh, up at the tavern doing some bartending, early morning bartending, and this gal walks in. You could tell she's been drinking already, and this is early morning, about 11, 11.30. She has herself uh, a few of those Bloody Marys. You want a Bloody Mary, you come down there to the Bonnie Bray Tavern. Saturday morning, Sunday morning, not too early! We don't open till 10.30 because we don't want to wake up too goddamn early. Because we's lazy, except for my daddy, he gets there about 5, five 6 in the morning. Because he's a psycho boy. But anyway, she has about three or four uh, Bloody Marys. And she starts... I don't know. When you, uh, you've you been at it a while in the business, you start seeing that people are going to want to talk to you. You just automatically know that shit's going to happen. So she starts making eye contact. And she... Uh... <laughs> She's like, people always ask me what I do for a living. And so I automatically am not going to ask her because I'm an asshole. She was obviously trying to get me to say something. And I absolutely did not. I absolutely do not. And I was like, me too. People always ask me, you want another drink? And she starts laughing. And uh, and she's like, yeah, people are always asking me what I do for a living. And I still don't bite. I fucking sure as hell ain't biting for that shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what anybody does for a living. You just come down there, you give me a nice tip, some money... And I'll be a happy boy. So we're talking for just a little while. And she's like, oh, oh, you're yummy, aren't you? You're yummy, aren't you? And you know what? It was a nice self-esteem boost to have a 50-year-old <laughs> a fifty-year-old woman that uh, was falling apart in every way. I'm attracted to older women, but not this one. Not this one. I don't care what age you are if I'm attracted to you. But this gal, she comes up and she calls me yummy. And I was the I was the bell of the ball for the rest of the day. I had me all this confidence running around. Mm, I'm a yummy boy. Look at me. Old women find me yummy. Mm-hmm. So on the, when she left, she gave me a nice tip. I would have gave her a tip in the parking lot. 200 bucks. That's all I cost. 200 bucks. It's for discretion. I'm not going to do good. I'm going to get in there, and you're going to be disappointed with your purchase. And there's no returns. I'm not going to fuck you very good. I'm going to try, but I don't think it's going to work. I'll get too excited. I'll make a jizzy on your, probably like on your thigh or something. So I'll have to clean that up and try to get erect again. 
If that happens, you better believe you'll get your fucking $50 worth. Oh my god, you'll fucking feel that shit so hard. On her ticket, she wrote, I was yummy too. So I have proof. So you people think that I'm a big boy liar, boy. I ain't. She called me yummy and she wrote that I'm yummy. Oh, you wish you that was you. <sighs> About a week ago, I had another customer come in. And I was uh, very busy. And, you know, we live, we work in a nice neighborhood, a very trusting neighborhood. We got a lot of regulars, a lot of people we can just... I could leave, like, money on the bar for an hour, and most people wouldn't do shit. And so uh, one of our regulars, he drinks some nice tequila, Don Julio. He drinks about, oh, a lot. And so I usually keep the bottle nearby. So I pour him a nice beverage. And... um I go walking around, and I set down the the thing right right in front of the bar, and uh, I run into the kitchen for a second, and this individual <coughs> um, decided that he was gonna pour himself a nice hefty uh, shot of the Don Julio right in front of all the rest of our customers. I mean, like fucking like half the bottle in this goddamn uh, to-go cup, and so I come out and. Uh, I don't even notice. I didn't, that's how shitty I am. I need to fucking <laughs> start paying attention, I guess, and then be a little safer. So that motherfucker, um, fucking, I see him sipping off this cup, and I think it's really fucking weird. I just assumed he, like, brought in his own booze or something, which is a no-no as well. And so this other customer pulls me aside, and he's like, that fucking piece of shit over there just filled up that to-go cup with fucking tequila. And mind you, this tequila is like $60 a bottle. Like fucking $8 a shot. So we fucking, it's like, it's not like fucking cheap tequila. And so I go up to the feller and I'm like, hey, uh, hey you, 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 what you doing in that cup there? Oh, nothing. I said, so you, you stealing from us? And then he got like fucking freaked out. No, no, no. And I was like, so did you bring in some booze? Oh, no, 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 no. So I snatched the cup out of his hand. And he gets annoyed with me that I took the stolen tequila away from him. And then he starts looking at the other customers and he's like, come on, dude, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Like, this place ain't cool that we didn't <laughs> let you steal fucking half bottle of goddamn Don Julio. And so anyways, I grab it from him, pour it out because I can't serve that shit anyway. And uh, it turned out the fellow was uh, a friend of, of one of our other employees. And... um I don't know if it was that day or a couple days later, they uh, were getting on the bus down by the high school and uh, decided to um, uh, beat the ever-loving shit out of a fucking high school kid over a fucking, like, seat dispute. He calling them uh, racial slurs, and, like, it got so out of hand, he wrote a fucking newspaper article about it. So the night comes by, and the dishwasher doesn't fucking show up. And, like, I thought this dude... You know, there goes my intuition again. Just like earlier, I knew that bitch was going to talk to me. I thought this dude was going to be like a lifelong fucking dishwasher. He like, he like really enjoyed it. It was fucking weird. And he was really good at it. And uh, he doesn't show the fuck up, and which is really out of, out of sorts for this individual. And then uh, uh, it turns out he was beating up black kids down by the bus stop. 
what the fuck is that shit? And like he was screaming racial slurs at the kid while uh, the other guy was beating his ass and he's like kicking him. And apparently this shit's all over video and everything. Uh, but the worst part of all is now we don't got a dishwasher. And that feller was a good dishwasher. You always got to keep a good dishwasher around. Oh, what the fuck are we going to do? You need to come down Bonnie Bray Tavern. You want to be a dishwasher. You come down there, www.bonniebraydishwasher.com. You write down some stuff. You go, and we'll hire you. But you better clean those ramekins, though, because my sister gets really mad if you don't clean those ramekins. Uh, go to brothersbrayer.com. You go to brothersbrayer.gmail.com. You send us a nice email. You send us, send us a nice, beautiful email. Cliff Notes. Simon. Cliff's been hanging out with us a lot lately. Fucking Cliff Notes. Simon. (laughs) Fucking Cliff Notes. This is one of my favorite Cliff Notes. He uh, is telling me, same as you ever seen your dog drag its ass around the carpet? I'm like, I guess, Cliff, you know. Uh, They fucking are disgusting creatures and they like to do that kind of shit. He's like, you know, that means he's got worms. Oh, you know, same as the only way you uh, can save a dog from worms is you give him chewing tobacco. You give him plenty of that to make him go shit and vomit, and they'll get rid of all those goddamn worms first time you give it to him. Fucking Cliff Nellif. You can't do that. Fucking Cliff You can't do that, Cliff. Fucking Cliff You can't feed your animal. Chewing tobacco, it's so bad for it. But so I went and got some chewing tobacco and fed it to my dog. Helped her with her worms and then she died. She ain't dead, my dog's alive. It's right over there, you piece of shit. That dog just diabetic, it ain't dead. That thing's still alive. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong with this world. You go outside right now and... (coughs) It's smoky as a motherfucker. Then Montana on fire. Then California on fire. I think someone else on fire, but I didn't bother to read the rest of the article. Uh, (coughs) I'm dying. And then we got fucking Texas completely flooded out. And it turns out those people in Texas don't like their animals much. They like every single uh, kitten or puppy or whatever. Everybody just ditched. They're like, head for the hills, leave the animals. Use them to float on. So you see all these, oh, it's a heartbreaking video. We save up, it's a kitten. We save all the kittens all over on the Facebook. Everybody give me a million likes. I saved a kitten on the boat, which I would have saved a kitten on the boat. But then, uh, actually, I think I'd save a kitten on the boat way before I save a person. It's easy to hold on to, a, like, a refugee kitten. You feed it, uh, I don't know, kibbles and bits. And, uh, you keep them alive. That's pretty easy. You got yourself a refugee family. You gotta hear about they're sad, they lost, uh, they lost everything. 
I lost everything. Them cats keep their mouths quiet. I'd much rather foster a, a refugee cat or a dog. Maybe even a pig. I don't know. Them pigs are kind of... That's an odd creature. I don't know. You sent us an email. Uh, brothersbrad@gmail.com. You tell you you like a dog or a pig better. Because I think I'm more into a... Uh, a dog. I like a nice dog. When my dog dies, it's going to take a while for me to get me a new dog. I don't know how you people do it. You run over there. You get that dog for 20 years. You turn around a week later. You got a new dog. Nothing that strange. You just forget about your old dog like that. I'm going to be a sad pee-pee boy. I'm going to go over there and make pee-pees in my pants if my doggy dies. And I ain't afraid to say it. I love my doggy. She's a sweet girl. She stinks. She's got diabetes. And her breath really stinks. Because if you, uh, she's the Houdini of shit-eating. If you turn your fucking head for like three fucking seconds, that dog will find shit anywhere. She'll suck it right out of your fucking ass. You think she won't? She will. You come over to my house. I'll give you the address. That dog, you walk by. She's eating shit right out of your fucking ass. It's disgusting. But then it makes me wonder. I mean, uh, it's got to taste pretty good because pretty much everybody, but, but most humans, not all humans, most humans uh, tend not to eat shit, but everybody else does. The whole animal kingdom. You got fucking beetles made just for it. Dung beetles. You got a dung beetle made to eat shit. They roll that shit around. My dog eats it. I've seen a cat eat some shit before. They eat puke too. What are we missing out on? Is it like refined food? It sucks out everything and then all you have is the best goodies left? I often wonder then. Does anybody else wonder that? You go, you send me an email, brothersbrear at gmail.com, and you tell me if you've ever thought about eating shit. You ever watch that uh, Two Cups video? I finally watched it, and I wasn't that impressed. Seems staged to me. Nobody has that much shit in their body. They probably just, uh, you know, got some pudding and a nice syringe or like a turkey baster. You know, like the ones they use to make babies. And you, uh, you turn that little girl around. You shove some of that shit in her poor ass. And then, uh, you know, then you say, let's start this video up. And then they dance a little bit, pull their cheeks open, and start shooting out turds. But that wasn't no turd. It didn't look like no regular turd. And I don't think anybody... I mean, those girls were troopers. I don't know how you girls do that porno like that. It's kind of crazy to me. I mean, regular porn, I get it. But then nobody wants to watch that. We want to see some dude with a massive fucking cock jamming in this poor young lady. And the weirder the better, for some reason. I mean, I don't like that violent shit. I think that's weird. In fact, one of the first times I ever saw it, we were at this recording studio... <laughs> And the engineer was like, hey, uh, hey, uh, you want to see this fucking porn? And we were kind of young. We were like 20, 21. And we're like, uh, fuck yeah, we want to see some porno for some weird reason. And I don't think any of us really wanted to because, uh, we were in a band with fucking six dudes. 
And then we got this engineer, and then we got another engineer helping out with stuff. All just sitting around looking at this porn, and it certainly wasn't what we expected. So, like, I don't know, he hits play, and all these horrific events unfolded where, I don't know, there was vomit and, like, choking and forceful blowjobs and shit. Ooh. I could still picture the girl, and you know what she's doing the whole fucking time? Just smiling at the camera. Fucking streams of tears. You women are troopers in that porn. Streams of tears coming down. And she's just puking, and at, at the end when, you know, the hour of barrage. We didn't watch the whole hour. We fast forward a little bit. You can't watch a whole hour of that stuff. You gotta fast forward a little bit. And afterwards, I've never felt less sexual in my life. I've never, it took me like a week to want to fuck again. Because this, this poor girl was getting defiled and she a-okayed it. It wasn't like a, it was a surprise. She knew that shit was going to happen. And, <laughs> and then I'll never forget the guys like, so what'd you think? And we're just like all fucking traumatized. And when none of us could fucking say a word, we're like, oh, that was fucking terrible. And I've never said that about most porno. I don't care. Weird's good. I don't know. You get bored after a while. You know, you gotta... To have a healthy prostate... I read an article. It could Anybody could have wrote the article. It could have been some high school kid. Or some... Like a report... By a fucking middle school. I don't know. But I, I just read whatever I read. And I assume it's true. Because that's all the effort I want to put into it. That's all I want to do. It says you got to ejaculate at least 21 times a month to keep a healthy prostate. And I think I do do that. I don't know. I don't count. But it, it certainly ain't with the the other half. We've been married and uh, together too long for that. And she ain't fucking me 21 times a month. I don't think too many wives out there do that. Some of you guys do. Some of you, you're nice ladies. You you keep that intercourse going strong for your man. That's good for you. But I don't blame you one bit for not wanting to look at our horrible dicks one minute longer. <laughs> Truly. You keep... I, I see it. And it's not like we're fucking sweet about it most of the time. We're just like... <clears throat> yeah, I inside of you. No foreplay. And then I hear guys like Girls just love it in the ass They just don't want to talk about it That's all they want And I know some of you ladies like the anal sex But I can't imagine it's a majority <clears throat> I've had that doctor's finger up there And I was relaxed It's not like I was tensing up And I know that's a different situation It's not a sexual si six <laughs> A sexual situation So it's a little different So you guys can relax who was going to yell at me for saying anal sex the best. But I hear guys all the time, you just ain't doing it right. But the way I think about it, especially for a man like me, I've been in a relationship like 14 years, and so far so good, so we're, we're even if we don't make it that old together, we're going to be, you know, decently old together. I don't want to change her colostomy fucking bag. What, you think I'm going to sit around and jam my cock in my poor wife's ass all the time? Jesus Christ. And how much do you got to ask your... I mean, I mean, if she wants it, all right, whatever. You come around, you go. 
you go to me and you go www.patrickdyer.com, you stick that cock right in my rumpus. <laughs> I guess I'd do it, but not all the time. I don't want to change no colostomy bag. You ever seen those things? Actually, I saw one today down at the Taste of Colorado. This fella is rolling around in a wheelchair. I feel bad for him just because that's what you guys want me to say. You know, he seemed fine, but he had a, a you know, a pee-pee bag and a poo-poo bag, and he just had it in a King Supers bag, and he was rolling around with it while I was eating my corn at the Taste of Colorado. Now, it didn't affect me, really. I just thought it was interesting. I kept eating my corn. I went down there and paid $80,000 for that piece of corn. You think a guy holding his poop in a King Supers bag, his poop in a bag in a bag, gonna slow me down? It ain't. Sure as hell ain't. I'd do it again, too. <sighs> well, what else happened to me? Oh, we're taking Shipboy to the sports game. You guys might remember Shipboy from the earlier PP casts. He's a really good boy. He's a real nice boy. He's one of the best buster boys I've ever I've ever encountered. It was he's so sweet. He's very worried about, you know, placemats. Ketchup. Hey, what's going on? Right on. Oh, did it? Ah, oh, no. I fixed it. Really? My dishwasher ain't working, guys. I thought I fixed it. I guess I didn't fix it. That's very depressing. That's very depressing. That's my father-in-law back there. He's doing some laundry because we're pigs. The woman always leaves all her goddamn laundry in the dryer. And either him or I fold it. Because we're the lonely boy solo cast. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, it's so sad. Um, I saw a lot, of, a lot of corn today. And it wasn't being used properly. I said, hey, look over there, woman. I'm turning into the new cliff. Like, same as you look over there. You see that corn they ordered over there? That was way too much corn. They shouldn't order that much corn. I mean, even at high volumes, that was way too much corn. Then I started thinking, oh boy, you gotta get that shit back to your shop. And do they have a corn shop? Or are they just like, uh, or is this what they do once a year? They go up there and they sell that corn? So what are you gonna do with all that corn? You gonna donate it or something? Where the fuck you donate corn to, anyhow? So I'm thinking about that, and she's ignoring me because she should. That's the only way this marriage is going to last, is if she ignores what I say most of the time. And I don't blame her, because that's how I do it. That's the key to marriage, everybody. Uh, that lonely pause was it was a visual pause you gotta you gotta watch it I don't have any emails because Mark ain't here I I forgot to invite everybody over 
That's why I'm on the. That's why I'm doing the BB Lone Boy solo cast. Because I was about to do this whole story about titties. And uh, my father-in-law decided to walk right in when I was about to do my titty story. I don't normally care. But I can't imagine he wants me talking about other gals' titties when I married his daughter's titties. I signed papers. They said, them titties right there, they belong to you now. And I said, I'll take it. I don't want no interest, though. I got good credit. So anyways, uh, this <laughs> this poor girl walks into the tavern the other day. And um, she just happened to have one of the best sets of tits everybody in that whole entire restaurant has ever seen. And everybody systematically, like, <laughs> all came up with weird little plans to just be able to check out her tits. So, like, some people would, like, walk to the bathroom and go wash their hands just to walk past this girl and check out her tits. Other people were, like, uh, other employees were going to get supplies that they didn't need just so they could check out these tits. I even saw customers just, like, fucking staring at the mirror. But they were, like, the, the most round, perky, natural tits I've ever seen in my life. And I don't think she realized that she had these amazing breasts but the whole entire rest of the place did and her fucking pussy boyfriend with the neck tattoo he looked like shit he's a motherfucker I'm not against neck tattoos but his was stupid and her tits were nice she deserved better she deserved better for those tits and um they were so good everybody was talking about them the next day and I've seen some good breasts. My wife has some nice breasts. She was uh, blessed in that department. They're, they're still very nice breasts. I mean, we're pushing 87 years old. And they're still up there pretty nice. My balls, on the other hand, oh, that's a different story. They're starting to sag more and more. I don't know if it's part of the weight of my alcoholic belly pushing them sack down even farther or if it's gravity but I do know that he's getting longer and I've uh, I switched, I, I do this terrible cycle, I don't know why anybody would give a shit but I, I do those uh, for a while I do uh, what are they, just briefs? Eh? is that what they're called? briefs? I don't buy underwear often, I buy a ton at once and wear it until it falls apart so anyways, my ball started sex, so I wore briefs for a while, and then I decided that was uncomfortable. So I went to boxer briefs, and I decided that was uncomfortable, and then I went back to regular boxers, and decided that was uncomfortable, and started the whole cycle over again, and now I'm back to boxers. So that means I need to go buy some briefs soon. But with uh, the regular boxers, your nuts really fucking flip around down there. They're kind of a nuisance. Especially if you're not going to have kids. They're just kind of a nuisance. If uh, 
it was socially acceptable to lose my testicles for visual reasons, I'd probably do it. You just fucking... As long as I could still make a, an orgasm. Actually, I take that back. I just want to... I like the look of my jizz flying out of my dirty, horrible cock. So I need those. Never mind. But I could see the lure. Because sometimes you start sitting on them. Like fucking... One time I saw my grandfather... Uh, in a wedding a wedding gown. <laughs> in a hospital gown. And he had the longest fucking nuts I ever seen in my goddamn life. These fucking things, they hung down. Shit. I mean... I'm, I'm seriously saying like eight inches. And that's not even like a fucking exaggeration at all. His fucking nuts were down a good solid eight inches. Eight to ten. And they're just flopping around in there all, you know, like... In between the nut, the actual nuts, and where they connect, you know, that's kind of skinny, and then that gets, you know, bigger for the nuts. So it's really fucking strange sight. I recommend you people go check out some old people's nuts. Because women are always bitching, oh, my titties, they get saggy. I understand they're more out there than our nuts. If you're obeying a law, that is. Some people walk around with their fucking dumb dicks out. You get arrested that way. You keep your dick inside. Your fucking dirty dick, you keep it inside. But anyways, our nuts fucking sag too. I know your tits sag and they're way bigger than our nuts, but it's a minor inconvenience for us. Just like everything else male related. We don't really have it that bad. We just don't. <sighs> Especially, I mean... I, just like Louis C.K. said, especially white males. I mean, we just fucking are born, and it ain't that tough for us unless you make it tough, like fucking hating the world for no goddamn reason or hating other races or... Eh, that's about it. Those two are really fuck shit up. Or if you do a crack, that might fuck it up. But otherwise, it's pretty goddamn easy. Life ain't that hard. Especially right now. I mean, it's getting hard. I mean, there's, like, nuclear war about to happen and stuff. But right now, it's cool. I, you know, you go down to a liquor store or uh, the grocery store or uh, the reefer house. There's my kitty. And uh, you just order up whatever you want, no matter where you are. And if you're even lazier, you could have people bring it to you or order it off the, the internet. So, quit whining. The world's pretty fucking easy. It's not that tough. I mean, it's gonna get tough, like I said. A nuclear war and... Uh, 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 pollution and... No one really cares that everything's flooding and then it just... Everybody's like, hey, there ain't no f global warming. That's all I've heard all week from my right-wing customers. All week long. Hey, no one... What's up with these fucking liberals? You think they'd be calling it... Uh, global warming already. It is global warming, you motherfuckers. It's pretty simple. As the ocean heats up, it releases more into the atmosphere and creates larger storm systems. It's fucking science. I mean, if you don't want to believe that we did it, which we probably did, with <laughs> our blatant overusage of absolutely everything... We can't help it. Fucking humans, we just kind of suck. 
We just, we can't do anything. I mean, look at any part of history. Like, we've overfished, we've overgrown, just almost any part of history. Well, modern history, I should say. I, yep, I'm a big boy liar. It says modern humans. We're the worst. We're some fucking conceited pieces of shit. We got it real fucking easy. We drive everywhere. If not, uh, someone else will drive you. And if not, it's really fucking close to everything. Our civilization is easy. And still we have to kill absolutely everything. We can't have any moderation. Imagine how much food we just absolutely throw away. It's disgusting. And I'm guilty of it. I'm fucking American. <laughs> I do the same shit. I'm... Mm, this thing that took fucking two years to grow and... Ugh, I'm done with it after three bites. Trash. You take that trash. You grow mold over there. I bet you fucking... 50% of our landfills are just our... Our, uh... Fucking... I lost it. My cat made me lose it. She's so sweet. Look at her. She's a good girl. Gluttonous! Our gluttonous asses! That's what I was gonna say. Oh, I like this. Nice harpsichord music. This, uh... This fine week I've obtained... Uh, like my dream guitar... Or my momentary dream guitar, because if you're like any musician or uh, anybody who's obsessed with anything, you get obsessed with the nice thing at the time, and then all your uh, inhibitions and everything else fucking change. Every six months, all of a sudden, something else will be my favorite thing, but this is the most I've ever spent on any guitar. And partly... It, it's because fucking I've been playing forever. Who gives a shit? I should have a nice goddamn guitar. I have nice guitars, but nothing like this. And uh, my grandfather passed away, and he passed money along, and then my father passed some money along to me, and it made it happen. So thank you, Pappy. Thank you. You're a very sweet boy, Daddy boy. And uh, so I bought this beautiful Fender. I've never really delved into Fenders until... Um, Recently, my first guitar ever was a Fender Squire, and I played the hell out of it. But for whatever reason, I moved on pretty quickly, and I bought tons of shit guitars after that. And the whole time that I'm playing all these other guitars, I'm like chasing this goddamn sound. This certain sound that I can hear other players get, like with ease, and I just am having trouble with like this fat, huge, I don't know, it's... It's hard to explain. But if you ever heard any really good blues album or something, chances are it's on a fucking strat of some sort. <clears throat> Take that, and my guesses are for you. That is you. That is for you. But anyway, so I've been in this uh, cover band for, I guess it's been a few years now, and we've played a lot of blues and a lot of old rock and roll. And I realized that this, this noise is like, it's like this single coil pickup noise that I've been fucking going for that I just haven't been able to obtain yet. And it's because I'm stubborn and fucking wanted to stick with what I was doing. 
and didn't want to move along in the world of other things. And so I went to the store, I don't know, it was probably about a year ago, and played a Strat. And, like, I was floored. I was floored because it was like playing my original guitar all over again without even having to think it. Like, the way the neck was shaped, the fender shape, was, like, perfect for my hand. The way the frets and everything was just... The only thing I will say is the volume knob is not where I normally like it. I keep hitting my fucking hand on that volume knob. I'll figure it out like any of you guys give a shit. But the point is, is the sound I was chasing was in that guitar. And I'm not completely sold on just single coil. I'm really into a humbucker as well, so I got a guitar that has both. Here, I'll show you guys this baby boy. I got it right here. Right here. Oh, look at that sexy, slutty, slut, whore, bitch, beast. At first I was like a, like a really scared boy. And I wasn't even playing it that hard because it was so nice. And then I was like, it's fucking a guitar. That's what it's made for. And I started playing it like it's supposed to be played. And I've never played a guitar quite like it. It fits my hand just right. It sounds a pretty boy. So thank you for the universe for making Fender get fiddles. And I'm not knocking any other guitar. I played Schecter for years and years and years, and I'm going to continue to play Schecter's. Uh, but at the moment, this is my favorite guitar until my mind changes, you know, in a year or two. Oh, I got some delay on it. Oh. Here, I'll play some uh, thing my brother wrote. Played it wrong. Man, I hope you like this guitar. Anyways, I was thinking about recording some of these, uh, Um, warm-ups and stuff I do that a lot of people like to do. And uh, I'm too fucking lazy. And then you know what? It's all my fault because these days, everything's fucking easy with technology. When I was first starting to play guitar and stuff and starting to record, we had, like, still had some reel-to-reels. We had dat tapes. We had all these old-school fucking ways of going about it. And we fucking did it, and we paid for it, and we endured the pain of the ass bullshit, like of making a bunch of uh, tapes line up and fucking having to mute the board and shit like that. And now all you gotta do is fucking like plug in, even with the shittiest of equipment, and you can make a, a decent recording. I mean, don't get me wrong, you have to have the right stuff to have a really good recording. And uh, that's why the big boys get paid the big boy money. 
you know, because you can record really well at your home, and it won't sound anything like whoever the fuck the main people are, Jay-Z or whatever. I heard a Jay-Z song recently, and I'm sure you guys, most people argue with me that Jay-Z is way better than what I think he is. He must be good at laying down that dick, though. We got that big-ass Beyonce ass. But anyways, I never really liked Jay-Z. Some of his stuff's cool. I like some of his beats. But when he starts singing, it just, like, <laughs> it absolutely kills it for me because he's out of tune 90% of the time, and that's his style, and everybody's just okay with it. And I, to me, that's the shit that got a lot of this uh, crappy, mumbly, trap, fucking rap horse shit. Look at my tattoo. People decided, you know, this guy is really fucking popular and he's fucking doing it. Why the fuck can't I do it? And what happens with each generation? Shit gets dumbed down. And then we end up with... And they can't fucking understand a goddamn word they're fucking saying. It's ridiculous. When I want to hear a rap music, I want articulated words. It's a sport of word. And I would like that word to be a, where I can understand it. You catch my drift? This is the BBPP cast for Labor Day, September 4th, 2017. If you want to send us an email, you go to brothersbreadgmail.com. Or if you want to see our content, which there's plenty of, you go to brothersbreadgmail.com. This is um, this has been the BB Lone Boy Soul Solo Cast, and thank you for joining me. This is my first solo cast, so I hope it wasn't the worst ever. There's my kitty cat. Her name's Tiger. I also have a, a cat named Perry. And a cat named uh, Cleo. A cat named... Uh, what's the white one's name? Phoenix. And then I have a cat named Duncan. He's named after my dead boy dog, Airedale. Duncan. He's in uh, Heaven's Garden. He's a poor dead boy. And then I have another dog named... Um, I don't know, what's her name? Maddie. And she's my favorite for now. This is me. My name is Patrick. You guys have a nice night. Next week we'll be back with the whole crew. See you soon. Smooches. Wait, hold on.